astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Well, first, I think we have to just say Happy Easter to everyone. I know that's coming up this week. Yeah. And um, we have a couple different topics that we're going to talk to you about today, but we're going to focus on, of course, we have to just mention the a conjunction between Neptune and Jupiter. I know we've spent a lot of time on it, but this really is laying the groundwork for the next 12 and a half years. So it's really fun to talk about now, you know, just because there's so many possibilities for it. Right. Oh. And um, then from there, we're going to talk about the upcoming uh, new moon or solar eclipse that's happening at 10 degrees of Taurus. And I think we just wanted to actually start with a conversation because, you know, we had a family brunch this week and dad wanted to pose a question, I'll say to the table about, um, we were talking, Chris, everybody. Chris, everybody. <laughs> yeah. well, it came up because we were talking about spring break and mm. the possibility that spring break will not correlate with Easter any longer. And I guess there are some school districts that have already changed this, but Las right. Vegas has not implemented this yet. And right. so dad posed the question, do you know how they pick the date for Easter? Because Easter is a holiday that does change. Um, it's always on a Sunday, but it does change dates every year. It's not like Christmas where Christmas is always December 25th. And, you know, I don't know what we had. We what the I don't remember what the initial responses were, but he wanted everyone to know that it was the first Sunday after the full moon in Libra. So that it was related that the Easter was chosen, is chosen every year based on the full moon and new moon cycle. So just a little bit of trivia. Interesting, isn't it? Yep. (laughs) Um, and then of course, because we've talked about this before on podcasts, that the new moon, I'm sorry, the full moon always happens in the opposite sign of what season we're currently in. So um, Easter should always take place during Aries season because that is when um, most likely, well, that is when the full moon is. I guess there could be an exception though, is if the full moon comes and then the next following Sunday is in the sign of Taurus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rare, but rare. So just a little fun fact, maybe you can bring it up at, if you have a, any sort of um, Easter celebration, that that is a fun fact that you can bring up around your uh, dinner or brunch table. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of an obscure thing, but we always wonder, not too many of our holidays float, right? Like, like that one does. That's interesting that it is tied to basically the springtime and then a concept of new beginnings, right? Well, if we go to the Jupiter and um, Neptune conjunction again, I know we've talked about this quite a bit, but um, you know, I saw something this week. Someone had asked if I have gone to this new thing in Las Vegas, and it's a new immersive journey through the pl- through planet Earth. Oh. Um, and its tagline is that it's a multi sensory journey through under 
underwater worlds, fantasy lands, and inspirational art installations. Wow. Um, and it's called Arcadia, I believe. Um, it's but it's a new thing in Las Vegas. And I just thought there is another example of Jupiter Neptune. Uh, Mom and me talked about our plans to go to the Whitney Houston um, yes. hologram show, which we did go to. Right, it was another nice. off of this energy. Well, and- let's break it down because that underwater is the Neptune part, Correct. as well as the immersive experience is Neptune. Yes. Right. Seeing another world, having a different perception, looking at something from a new angle. That's all Neptune languages, right? Right. And Jupiter means come on the adventure, come on the adventure, learn something new, change the way you think, right? Yeah. Well, and I think another word that we've been hearing a lot about, or we've been hearing a lot, I don't know if anyone totally understands it, but is this metaverse word yeah. that keeps getting, I just keep seeing it popping up mm-hmm. again. I mm-hmm. haven't studied or totally understand it, but I think you were sharing this idea that we'll be able to like immerse ourselves in film or yeah, within a movie, a plot line movie, and that we can personally affect the outcome. Yeah. So it, it was, it was kind of blew my mind a little bit because they said this is coming and it's going to come in many different ways. Uh, entertainment, of course, being uh, the obvious one right uh, right off the bat, but it's going to go far beyond just entertainment. And they said that is like just years away at this point, just, you know, I mean, years, meaning several years, you know, where it's right here now. Yeah. So uh, that again, it's another and, and, and let's go back the Jupiter Neptune Alliance, which we've, I know we've spoken about this, but it's a, a, about a 12 and a half year long energy. And we've put a lot of focus. I know I have on April, April of 2022, April of 2022, what's going on? What's the new thing in your life? What's the new beginning? Well, yes, it is. And I feel badly because I, I run across a lot of people that go, that can immediately tell me that they've got a great trip plan, like a really major venture they're taking. I have people moving out of one country, going back to their homeland. I have people that are finally sell something that they've been holding them back for, you know, decades, and now they can move on. So I have a lot of actual literal stories, but I do have people who go like, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure. I'm, I'm open, I'm looking, I'm searching, but I'm not exactly sure. So I feel badly always when, you know, someone can't confidently say that's this is what's going on this is my new beginning this is my future um but i think like a lot of times you know when like we first meet someone mm-hmm. you don't know that that's going to be your husband or a long-term partner you don't know that that's going to yeah. turn into your best friend you don't know that that job's going to catapult you into a career so you know sometimes those early um touching points of something might not seem anything unusual or seem that this is going to take off or be something large. So I do think that there's a lot of potential. And even if we go back to the idea of um, Jupiter and Neptune meeting up in the sign of Aquarius, mm-hmm. you know, in 2009, it wasn't that we were all on our social media, you know, right. in, no. involved in TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and had all these apps on our phone. It, it is a this progressive, it slowly develops and builds on one another. Uh, so it's okay, I would think, 
it's okay if you don't know what it is yet, because it can be something that continues to open up and be built upon as we go through. And if we go back to this, the concept that we talked about, like with the, the pandemic, you mm-hmm. know, that 24, 22 to 24 degrees of Capricorn was activated Yes, um, in January of 2020. And then as every planet came and hit that wound, if you will, mm-hmm. in the chart, mm-hmm. right. you know, it's like having an owie and then brushing up against it and like, oh, that still hurts. I still feel it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think of an owie is kind of like the, a negative right. example of it, but you know, the same with this Jupiter Neptune. Now we have this Nick in the chart, this 23 degrees of Pisces. That's very sensitive. And we have some dates coming up still. So if you're listening, thinking what, what is my good news <laughs> or am right. I being left out? Um, you know, Venus is going to move to this point, 23 degrees of Pisces here on April 27th. Then Mars is going to activate it on May 16th. Neptune's going to come back and retrograde over these points, September through October of this year. So this isn't just a one and done type thing, but this is the kickoff, which is very exciting. It is. And I wanted to tie in because um, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about some of these uh, series that we're streaming and we all, you know, haven't gotten kind of a chuckle or we've been watching these shows for entertainment, but they're, oh, it they're, creates they've been- conversation. <laughs> Yeah, it creates like great conversation, but they've been incredible stories inventing um, Anna or the Tindler Swindler, just with two of them that we, we mentioned in passing. But you know what? Boy, maybe we've been a little arrogant as well. Maybe I've been kind of uh, one-sided in my interpretation because, you know, you sit and watch those shows and you go, oh my God, I would have never done that. I would never have paid that money. Or, you know, we, and we just go into judgment like, well, that's, they were duped. They, kept, they couldn't, their heads in the clouds or whatever we were thinking. Sure. But the idea is, I think we all should just take a moment to ask, you know, what is our big lie? Our what big is lie? A big lie. Yeah, what we've been believing in that really doesn't function anymore Mm. or is working against us at this point. Right. Right. There's, I mean, these are simple, could be very simple storylines of things that you no longer subscribe to. And yet you're still writing a check or, you know, putting money towards that cause. And you want like, you know, I'm not even into it anymore. What am I doing? Pull my energy back. So again, that's just a really basic, simple little example of it. But I think everyone should be asking, I know I'm asking myself, what's my big lie? What's no longer working for me? Again, it doesn't have to have tragic outcome right now some of these awareness awareness and awareness so to speak so anyhow uh you know just uh be thinking about what 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 no longer works what the belief system no longer works i did have one client um i'll share that story just briefly uh you know they um, just lost their position they lost their job uh just here over the last uh, couple of weeks and it was all um they were, there was a situation and they were asked for their input and they had all the kind of the right answers and the correct way to go and um you know uh the the the, the um, those in charge just rejected it all and said there's no way no way they're going to do this. They were looking for something with some shortcuts. They were looking for things that, um, you know, that this person wasn't willing to do. Hmm. So the point is that, you know, all of a sudden that person had a wake up call as to the caliber of the company or the caliber of the people he was working with. Yeah. 
Well, I think out of that, again, just to do this boom thing, you know what I mean? The, yeah. Where does the story go from there? That awareness, all of a sudden now we realize this, you know, hey, he wants to move anyhow, get a new whole lifestyle. You know, it's like, okay, he's free again. He, but he kind of almost came into some clutches and with uh, a company that he really wouldn't, wasn't, wasn't at all seen eye to eye with. Yeah. Well, what's, I think what's interesting, maybe a word that we haven't mentioned when it comes, especially to Pisces is the word boundaries. Mm. And, you know, it sounds like that story, he sounds like he was putting up boundaries that, okay, yeah, I'm not willing to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think even um, in just what you've shared about maybe some of your revelations here over Mm -hmm. the past couple of weeks about how hard you're working still, or, Mm -hmm. you know, did I have a day off this week? And even if it's just one client here or there, it's still, you have to get in to the groove of the day. And so people could be just more aware of where where their boundaries are, where their lack of boundaries are um, in their life. And so just themes about great, that. That's a great way to sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, do you have any closing thoughts? I mean, this is not, this will not be the last time that we talk about Neptune and Jupiter because it is. That's what, that's what I, that was my closing thought is okay. you're not, we're not done with talking about Jupiter and Neptune yet, Yeah. but okay. That was our next little deeper, you know, dig into what this energy is about. And I just thought this week, just think of yourself of what's the big lie. What's yeah. no longer working for you anymore? I like that. Or the boundary or where are you, where are you putting mm-hmm. new boundaries into your life? Mm-hmm. So from here, let's switch gears. Let's talk about uh, the new moon that is coming up on April 30th. It is a solar eclipse and it will be okay. happening at 10 degrees of Taurus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a partial eclipse, not a total eclipse. Um, so that means that it will not be visible from North America. Um, it probably will be visible, though, from uh, the southeastern Pacific Ocean, Antarctica Peninsula, um, and even southern South America. Right now, just to, for the note, if you if you if you like watching eclipses, um, we do have a lunar eclipse, which people get confused. I know I did for years. Solar eclipse, lunar eclipse. You know, they're always about two weeks apart from each other, so that's normal. Uh, but this solar eclipse now, excuse me, the lunar eclipse, there we go. Make the mistake there. <laughs> the lunar eclipse that's coming up in May, which we're not going to talk in depth about today. That one, it's going to be a total, that's a total eclipse of the moon. And it's going to be pretty visible from most of North America, a little okay. bit, the Northwest won't be able to, but, uh, so the, if you, if you're that, put that on your calendar so you can be you know up for the watch. Uh, Which we night. will have another episode we dedicated will. to mm-hmm. um, dedicated to the lunar eclipse. So mm-hmm. today we're focusing on the solar eclipse. So that does mean it's a new moon. Uh, so very similar in the idea that it does suggest some sort of new beginning, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because it's an eclipse, we have to think of the definition of the word eclipse. Um, so a couple of things. One, it could be that oh, we thought we, this was the plan. This is what we were going to do. And now all of a sudden there's new information that is derailing what we thought was going to take place. Right. That's one. Um, and eclipses can be, can suggest that they're stronger or maybe more drastic with the change that they bring. Right. If it was a total eclipse, it might even be stronger. Yeah. This is a partial. So in theory, we don't think of it as 
it may be as life-changing as some of the other ones could be if it was a total, but. But just compare, yeah, correct. And but compared to just like a new moon versus a solar eclipse, it can feel a little bit stronger oh, than just yes. the last yeah. new moon that we. Yes, I agree totally there. Yeah. yeah. And I think these new beginnings are always, you know, I mean, you know, we look around, you're trying to find out what's my new beginning. Where is that happening? And we're going to go over that for each sign here at the end, but. You have to always go back. I know everyone's probably getting tired of hearing this analogy, but it's like <laughs> planting a seed. But I certainly remember, even as an adult, if I plant a seed, I'm inclined to go the next day to look to see if anything's happened, you know, see if anything's breaking through. Right. Well, we know that's just almost impossible to happen. It's just not going to happen in 24 hours, but we still have expectations. So uh, a new moon is that idea. Something's beginning. And it, as you mentioned earlier, just something very subtle, met someone new, responded to an email, someone asking an inquiry, and you just sent out the normal response that you would have. It's just a beginning. You don't know where it's going to go. And the other thing too about, we talk about this in feng shui too. Um, I don't want to like completely change the subject, but the idea no. of like, sometimes we think, oh, okay, I'm going to change something in my house. And yeah. therefore it's going to change in my life. Right. Other times there's changes that happen in our life. And then without even knowing it, we make a change in our home that then reflects this change that has come about. And right. astrology, I think can also work both ways that maybe you don't just have to wait around saying, what's the new change that's coming my way. You can be proactive and say, oh, we're in a new period, a new mm -hmm. beginning period. I should really put the, I've been wanting to start a podcast myself. Right. Right. And then it's like, maybe I will put together an agenda or put my ideas on paper for this new thing that I want to start because then you're aligning yourself with the cycles. And we operate under the idea that when the energy is in alignment, you're more likely to be successful with the outcome, just like planting a new seed in springtime versus planting a new seed in the dead of winter, right? Which one's going, what's likely to be more successful. It's going to be more successful during that springtime. So you don't just have to wait around and say, what's going to happen. Use this time to manifest what you want. What new beginnings are you looking for? Yeah. So another way of saying it is you can be passive correct, and a new opportunity will be planted. Or you can be proactive and a new beginning will form. Right. So, and for, for the lazy ones or so, you know, I mean, <laughs> you don't know exactly what you want. Something will come out of this. Something will grow out of it. But if you already have an idea, why not, you know, take a step in that direction? Exactly. So if we had people go back and think about the last time that this happened, we would be in the April months um, of 1995. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And I know you're you about, about 10 years old. Yep. I was right. 10. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to share your story? Because it yeah. activated your Venus. It activated my Venus. And this is just a, a, a kind of a, a big hint for people. If you know your charts, just look at it. Do you have any planet at 10 degrees? Now, nine degrees 
or 10 degrees, right? We can have a little wiggle room there. If you have a planet at nine or 10 degrees, you're going to have an extra hit of this energy. Now, this story ties into what, Kate, you had just said, that you know you don't know where something is going to take you. And the story in 1995 for our family was that we were in a too small of a house. We needed a larger house. You guys were getting bigger. And, uh, but at the same time, we didn't have enough for a bigger mortgage, but we had some equity. So we knew that we could pull that equity out and throw it on the next one. So that's really what happened. So we thought we will look good on paper at this point because I was employed, Bill was employed. Uh, but we knew, and our circumstance was unusual, and that I knew that I was going to be out of a job in about a year. I knew that, that there was some downsizing going on. So I saw it coming, um, and um, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I said to Bill, let's get a house now because we look good on paper. So what happens? We get the house, uh, and, um, and from there, uh, within the next summer after we bought the house, of course, I got uh, laid off. Uh, but there were bonuses. There were bonuses or packages, right? Year end or closing out packages when they let people go. And of course, I knew that a couple of months beforehand that I was going to get now the severance pay. And I thought, oh my God, the severance pay with some micromanaging skills, I could use that to supplement my income to declare myself a full-time astrologer. Hmm. And that's what came out of it. So actually in hindsight, it was the beginning of my new my career full-time as an astrologer. I'd been doing astrology since going back to 19, um, you know, 1980, kind of started in that window. But here it was, 1995, where I said, wait a minute, this is an opportunity to the money I'm going to get that will be my base income, so to speak. And so I only have to make X amount of dollars above that. I was getting paid poorly at the time. So I didn't have to work too hard to match it, but um, it all worked out. So one thing led to the next. It led us to go, let's do buy this house while we're easy. It's going to look good. It's going to be easy to qualify for another mortgage, but then better yet, it set me up for the severance package. Right. So we well, had everything we needed, a bigger house yep. and a new source of income for myself. Yeah. Well, and it, it affected your Venus. So Venus does rule money or resources or what you value. Right. Um, and it sounds like those were big themes and a lot of the decisions that were made. And that even was a domino effect uh, from the, the decisions. Right. And it's happening in Taurus. Taurus is security. Right. How an opportunity to give yourself more security. Right. So this um, solar eclipse will be accompanied by Uranus, which does mm -hmm. suggest breakthroughs um, or new ways of doing things or yes. things happening in a little bit more of a chaotic or surprising or shocking way. I didn't know right. that this was going to be as easy. I didn't know that we would qualify for this. So right. when we say that, that means that the sun the moon and Uranus will all be within four degrees of each other. So between that 10 to 14 degrees of Taurus. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll go through the birthdays real quick. If you have a birthday between May 1st and May 7th, um, you're taking a direct hit to your sun. So again, you might be a little bit more sensitive if you have birthdays be uh, between those dates. Uh, we also have to talk about uh, this eclipse will be opposing the birthdays of October 29th through November 7th. So mom, that yeah, you fall right in the, into that one. 
Right. Um, and then the squares will be July 29th through August 8th and January 26th to February 4th. So I will just miss that one, but I will <laughs> on the edge. And that's the question, right? She right. says, she said, February 4th. Oh, Kate's birthday is February 5th. So yeah. should she go, oh, that doesn't apply to me. No, probably not. You got to listen still. You really have to listen because I'm, we're just trying to point the people that are dead center on this yes. energy, dead center. It's kind of like if you're predicting a, a, a tornado, right? <laughs> you know, you want to know are you in the periphery or are you on, you're going to take a direct hit. Exactly. Yeah. No, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm excluded from this, but <laughs> no, no, she's not. Okay. Yeah. We'll go through it together. Yeah, exactly. So it will, hopefully we'll have, we'll have a story that we can, that we can air online. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, so, let's again, go it goes back to that thing. Remember, you may think, you know what you're looking for, but you're probably making some new beginnings towards creating more security. And that could be love. Yep. That could be obviously money. It could be income, Right. Yeah. Or it could be just upgrading some of the things in your life to that you we're going to just live, to, we're going to live a better lifestyle. We're going to stop paying for the riffraff and just buy quality things at this point. There's an upgrade going on, introducing everyone to how to increase their physical security. Right. So let's go through all 12 of the signs and touch on those ideas about maybe where they'll see security showing up or how they'll see security showing up. And uh, because it's happening in the sign of Taurus. Right. And so it's affecting the, anyone with a Taurus sun. Of course, mm -hmm. if you know that your moon sits at 10 or 11 degrees of Taurus, yeah. right? right. <laughs> you're not excluded, but just some solar astrology, Taurus, it's hitting um, that first house of your identity. So we could say, we could suggest some unexpected news in regards to maybe how you're going to present yourself. It could be something even surprising with how you're presenting yourself physically, something that um, where you're changing your look. Um, or even just, we, you know, we did talk a lot about boundaries today, but the idea of like, what are you going to tolerate, you know, can feel a little yeah. selfish when it's happening in your sign, because yeah. you might be having to make some, uh, definitive answers about things, not just wishy-washy or undecided. Yeah. It's a new identity. It's, it's, they're, they're really suiting up in it very strongly. Uh, the Gemini's, uh, this will be happening in their solar 12. So this gets a little bit more internal on some level. So there could be really good time if they're trying to uh, break through bad habits, kind of self-improvement, uh, you know, the kind of the uh, self-help type of books that you might be, uh, videos that you might be watching or reading, those types of things. But I would think that they might have some uncanny luck when it comes to something free or an invitation that like, oh, it doesn't cost anything. So there, something about being waved in, way through some new opportunity coming to them that, um, that they feel like they got in without paying anything. Mm. Or um, it, anyhow, it's a freebie. It's like a freebie coming for them. That's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we go and talk about cancers, it's hitting mm -hmm. the 11th house of groups and uh, associations, um, even the idea of technology. So they could even be making some kind of with Uranus there, they could be making some tech, 
technological upgrades that make their life a little bit easier, a little bit more secure. Um, or they could be questioning the groups that they're hanging out with. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, yeah. And there could be even something, I, if the real estate market, whatever it's doing in your area, uh, some cancers might be very interested in thinking about making some changes in their home. And uh, again, that relationship to the fourth house, sometimes it means changes in the home. But uh, cancers, um, cancers, Leo, Leo, Leo. Uh, Leo, reputation. Again, this would be very more obvious. And it can be something where people in your circle see you as doing better, doing well, but it could be because you're being um, uh, recognized, you're being uh, you know, promoted, uh, something where you appear that you're doing better. Again, going come back to this theme of more security in your reputation, being validated. Great time to be taken under a special project in the work environment, you know, where you kind of hesitantly volunteer for something mm-hmm. or even in the nonprofit world where you're going to work on some project. Yeah, that would be a very, um, it would be flattering. So it's not just work. It's not like, oh, here's something else I have to do, but it's right. where you get the kudos back. Yeah. Uh, for Virgos sitting that solar ninth house. So I would think that they're on a learning curve when it comes to um, expansion or new arenas that they could be inundated right now with just kind of newness and, and learning and feeling like, oh my gosh, my mind's being blown right now. I'm, I'm expanding into new arenas. Yeah. Um, could even make them question the way that they've done things in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Libras, you know, they're focused very much maybe on some deeper, more complex issues. This could be everything from uh, saying, you know what, I'm going to now start paying X amount of dollars. I'm going to uh, start a, a, a paycheck, you know, money's being taken out of my paycheck automatically for something insurance or, you know, wh- whatever investments, things of that nature. So uh, these are not the showy type of things generally going on. There's usually some awareness of something that's got to change, something that's got to shift in my life. Uh, because it's the eighth house, that's a big transformation. It'd be a great time for Libras for hitting the gym, for getting more conscious about changing whatever needs to change about their body, getting becoming more fit. That would be a, a very simple uh, storyline with, with the Libras right now. Yeah. Um, for Scorpios hitting seventh house of partnership. So, you know, we talked about Libras being a little bit, maybe behind the scenes, maybe not Mm -hmm. as, as a public Scorpios might take on something a little bit more public where it's something that has to do with a friendship has to do with a partnership, who they interact with on a daily basis. Um, and two, again, great for tangible upgrades. So those things, which other people can, uh, judge our success on. Maybe my new front door will come in. I was, that's what I was thinking when I was, <laughs> that's kind of what came to me as well. Oh my gosh. Well, Sagittarius. Now there's happening in the sixth house, which is that arena of service yeah. of work. So again, it's, it's a new beginning. Um, and so this could be something simple like, oh, I'm taking on some task. I'm taking over this, this position. So we could just see a literally kind of moving sideways, you know, to take over something, another task that one previously hasn't done. But I'd also like to kind of go a little bit deeper with Sagittarius and that under this, they can maybe become aware of how they need to stand up for themselves a little bit more. Mm-hmm. A new beginning in their personal security, self-security. 
uh, self-confidence where they may defend themselves or, you know, not in a necessarily a raucous way or in a bad way. I just mean very much uh, protecting themselves a little bit and becoming more, um, more solid, more confident. Yeah. Um, also for Sagittarius, if they were thinking of starting on a new health regimen, um, mm. a new set of supplements, um, I inter- was introduced to a new essential oil line, anything that kind of fit into that health and wellness or supplement, uh, like lotions and potions. I know that's how you like to refer, refer to it, mom. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be also a great time to start some sort of new regimen. Uh, for Capricorns uh, hitting that solar fifth house. So there could be a great focus on children or, you know, people, uh, yeah, people like below you that you're mentoring something new beginning with them. Um, and Capricorn, there also might be a, a focus on how you're presenting yourself. Like we talk about the platforms or the stages a lot when it comes to the fifth house. Uh, but you could, so you could be finding a new platform that you want to, to show yourself on. That could be something where, I don't know, just an example, if you're an Uber driver, oh, maybe now I want to be on Lyft as well, that you're looking for other platforms in which you can show your capacity. Mm, that's very good. Yeah. Well, Aquarius, it's interesting. You got my sign, I got your sign, but, right? Uh, right. The Aquarius, new beginnings in the foundation. Yeah. So number one, anything upgrades would be a great time, Aquarius, to be addressing the home what does the home need? Is Does it need a paint job? Does it need a carpets cleaned? You know, that type of real mundane type of stuff, new beginnings. But this could also be something splurgy, where something that's going to bring beauty to the home, bring some status, help the resale value, something of that nature, and then bleed it out. Don't just think of your home, your residence. Think of your, generally, if you work, particularly the where do you work? What's the environment? What's the space about that you're trying to, again, improve? that type of environment. Uh, in general, that fourth house is oftentimes linked to financials as well. So because money gives us that homey feel of, you know, security. Right. I was even thinking Taurus, um, new beginnings around security aspects of the home. So even like something like we're testing our fire, um, fire detectors, or we're getting a new camera from the front door, just Mm. cause that Taurus represents that's the sense, sense of security. Yeah. 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 Um, for Pisces hitting, uh, your solar third house. Uh, so this could be new routines that you're putting into place. Um, this could focus on, uh, new learning. Um, you know, I'm just thinking of kind of being, we talked about learning curve as well with Virgos in that ninth house, but it more might be on a much smaller scale of learning how to deal with something new in the home, something new that now you've been introduced to that you have to get acquainted with. You have to get the manual out and read it, right? Yeah, I know. That. <laughs> so boring. Oh, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't know I could do that. Yeah. Would be a great one for uh, reconnection with siblings, uh, with mm-hmm. neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting a new tradition, meeting a new neighbor. It rules those people that are I don't want to say once removed because siblings aren't necessarily once removed, but once you live your own lives, right? Sometimes yeah, they're um, once removed. Yeah. They're not in the house with you generally. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So our last sign is Aries. And Aries, this is happening in their solar second house. So again, it has a financial theme to it. I need what would give me a greater sense of security. 
So of course, more money in the bank could be a classic answer for many people, but they might say, I just need a I just need a nice space. I need a comfortable chair. Uh, you know what? We need to, you know, sit down and have dinner together. You know, it just sometimes those things give us security more so than the money, the predictability right. of something, the scheduling that we're all here uh, every Sunday or that we that we do this every Friday night. Um, so these rituals that stress uh, comfort security are huge. And again, I hope them all get more money. That would be fabulous. You know? Right. But um, sometimes it's other softer things as well. And love, I should, I almost forgot one of the big ones, Aries, uh, second house, love, you know, somebody that makes, that stabilizes you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, that concludes um, going through all 12 of the signs for the upcoming eclipse. Again, this is going to be the solar eclipse. We will have the lunar eclipse as well following. So we will do another episode for that one. And I think for that one, there might be even more focus on how it's affecting some of our leaders um, mm, throughout yeah. the world, just because yeah. um, we, we did see... Um, the counterpart to this one already happened, I think in November, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm -hmm. Right. So there could be another story coming out that kind of bookends. Yeah, uh, that, that was, Biden, that was Biden having this Biden. colon. Right. Yeah. And, now, and, and Biden's uh, getting hit again with another significant uh, uh, eclipse here. In May. And so we'll be talking Queen about Alina, that. Queen Elizabeth as well. I think she oh, lost yeah. rulership of Barbados, if I'm not, um, mm -hmm. if I'm mistaken. Um, so we'll be talking about them as well. So mark your calendars for the upcoming eclipses. Of course, um, if you have any great Neptune, Jupiter stories, we would love yes. uh, to hear them. And I'm going to end with one just plug about my upcoming astrology panel that I'm on um, April 13th. Uh, tickets are still for sale. We will be talking more in depth about the upcoming eclipse and retrograde cycles. Uh, the, per the tickets can be purchased on my website at www.thekatewin.com. Um, it will be an online event. So it is open for people that don't live in Las Vegas. Um, it will be happening at 5.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Anything else, mom, in closing? Um, no, I'm great. Happy spring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the Kate or Mary Swick.com. We'll talk to you next week.